We're back to Neil Haley's show, and I'm excited to welcome to the program Danielle Monet Truitt of Law and Order Organized Crime on NBC and Peacock, streaming on Peacock. How are you, Danielle? And uh, thanks for stopping I'm by. I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. All right, for people, because again, I know when I put this on my YouTube channel, how Law and Order is su such a huge brand and put it out different places. People that are fans know this answer. But for other people who have not tuned in, tell us the premise of Law and Order Organized Crime. Uh, so Law and Order Organized Crime uh, is about the Organized Crime Control Bureau. Uh, we go after organized crime organizations, uh, you know, people who are doing uh selling drugs, uh, sex trafficking, you know, all hacking, all kinds of, uh, you wouldn't believe how many different kinds of organized crime <laughs> there is in this world. Um, it definitely was a bigger thing, you know, back in the 80s, 90s, 70s, 80s, 90s. But now it's definitely still something um, that happens. It's just a little bit more under the radar. So uh, we're a specialized task force that goes after those organizations uh and tries to bring justice and so far we've been doing a pretty good job <laughs> so the history of the nyc this is the question i want to ask because you know sopranos fan Gotti fan are they still around is that the type of organized crime that's still around or is it is it other other groups of organizations now kind of developing i that? think i think it's a little bit of both i you know i think the i think the types of organized crime like you said I think those kind are a little bit more underground now. You know, I don't think they I think in this day and age, you know, they don't have as big of a hold on certain communities and stuff like that. I think a lot of stuff is kind of turning more into tech, you know, and hacking and all this kind of uh, gun making and, you know, stuff like that. So it's I think it's shifted a little bit, but it's definitely still a thing. Still a thing. So there are still families and organized crime because that's the part of the show that people have to understand is this is real world happenings just yeah. in a different way. And that's why it's such a popular show, right? Because this is the type of crime that's happening today that we don't really yeah. you know. Sometimes we see in the news, but not always. And it blows you away, right? I'm sure when you got part of this brand, you're like, holy cow, especially this show and said, I really didn't oh, think yeah. about there's so before. much. You don't. And I'm from California, so I definitely don't really think about it. You know, I think a lot of uh, the majority of the organized crime families and stuff are like they're in New York, Dominican, like they're in these other countries. California is not a place where it's like a lot of that going on. Um, so you you don't really realize, you know, how much it is. But because a lot of organized crime, it, it really is a family institution and people are kind of born into it. You know, it's not really something that I feel is ever going to completely go away. You know, it, it's it. And then in in what's happening, the the epidemic that's happening with this fentanyl and all that kind of stuff, yeah. like there there are people behind that, you know, um, in government as well, you know, it's it, so that I, I love the fact that our show, you know, gets to touch on all of those things. Exactly. And in a way it has hurt people, but not as bad as some of the other law and orders. So I'm sure you're happy about that because those are really heartbreaking in so many ways. But this is oh like, oh, my God. Yes, this is I ours, guess if ours would, gets to yeah. be a little less, you know, it's a little less close to home, you know, because a lot of people don't necessarily experience the organized crime the effect of organized crime 
on a daily basis. But like with SBU and stuff like that, you know, yeah, that it, it hits close to home yeah. for many. Uh, I, and how, yeah. how those people were able to go back to work every day as I have a, a client I work with who's a former uh, firefighter and he talks these stories all the time about PTSD and stuff. Even anyone anyone that serves us, boy, they go through a lot. And I'm sure preparing yeah. for this character. How did you prepare for this character? You know, if I'm completely honest, I got this role out of the blue. <laughs> I was okay. at home in California with my two sons doing distance learning during the pandemic. Uh, I had no idea that I was I didn't even audition for this part. Like I, I got this part based on some previous work that I had done on some other TV shows and they brought me on to the show. So I had very little time to prepare for this character. <laughs> I kind of had to use season one as a way to figure out who she is. You know, uh, you know, they, they of course, they gave me the script and stuff like that. But I, a lot of times with with these TV shows and movies and things like that, things happen so fast. They go so fast. It's different from you know, doing a play where you get time to sit with a character for four to six weeks and develop who they are. And then you put it on stage for an audience. You know, TV is is very fast. You don't have a lot of time um, to completely develop your character. You're kind of doing it with the showrunner, you know, with the writers. You guys are figuring out who is this woman? You know, she's brand new. Chris, he actually, you know, he lucked out. He was already stabler for <laughs> for so many years. Yeah. You know, he had all that time to develop who Stabler is. So he came in, you know, completely knowing who his character was. But I had to figure out who she was, you know, how she navigates this this industry that she's in, uh, and how what her thoughts are about Stabler and you know, and it's been a fun ride. It's been a fun ride developing her. I'm happy that, you know, in the fourth season, I feel very grounded in who she is. And I'm, you know, excited to see this season through as well. No, I think that's that's awesome. Let's talk about your character really quickly and what you expect from your character this season compared to other seasons. Go ahead. Well, this this season, you know, I think my character is really trying, she's really grappling with the fact that she keeps losing people from her team. You know, people keep dying. Um, and I think at a, at a certain point, you know, it takes a toll on a person's psyche. And as the leader of the task force, you know, you have to look at yourself and say, you know, is there something I'm doing wrong? You know, am I not leading effectively? You know, how can I stop this cycle of people coming to this task force and then losing their life at some point, you know? Um, and so I think this season, you know, they're all grieving the death of Detective Whalen. Um, I think uh, Bell's way of coping is, you know, bringing in this new AI um, uh, expert to give them a new oh way boy. of policing that, yeah, that can maybe be a little bit more foolproof. Um, I think she's she's looking for solutions. She's a very solution oriented woman, um, which I really love about her. I'm I'm a little different. I'm a more emotional <laughs> woman. Um, so, you know, Belle is trying the logic route, 
you know, to to get to get a handle on things. And I think she's de- she's going to be dealing with a lot of bureaucracy within the department. Um, she's going to be dealing with, you know, different personalities within the task force, you know, dealing with Stabler, dealing with Jet and Reyes. They have a whole messy thing going on with this affair. Um, and she's going to have to, you know, she's going to have to deal with it all. So um, I'm trying to ignore be this because pretty- I want to watch the show from beginning to end. Ah, Is it all available on yes. Peacock? Can you watch catch up with all the it seasons is. on Peacock? You awesome. Can. Yes, you see, you this can. is the thing that you, this is why people need to get Peacock today. Look at me promoting this is because <laughs> Netflix and all these other platforms, guess what? They're got old content. You can catch up a new, the new seasons of stuff that's coming out right now on NBC on Peacock, ke- yes. catch up old seasons and just stay on Peacock. It's really, it's the, probably yep. the best bang for your buck for a streaming platform, in my opinion, for, totally. I I'm agree. Because, I agree. Yeah, I know you definitely <laughs> agree. Best place people can go is ch- uh, to watch the show. It's Thursdays at 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Law and Order, Order Organized Crime. And we can follow you. What's best place social media-wise we can follow you? Where can we find you? I'm on Instagram. I'm on Instagram, Danielle Monet Truitt. And I'm also on Twitter. Same same name, Danielle Monet Truitt. And Facebook, Danielle Monet Truitt. Hey, I love the conversation. I could talk organized crime with you all day long because it intrigues me. And the AI and cybersecurity, that's one thing that definitely people are going to see in these episodes is cybersecurity is probably one of the biggest yeah. organized crime and the highest, and it keeps going. I have a client, uh, Greg Hanna, uh, and he talks about this all the time. Toss C3, and it's crazy. But I appreciate it, Danielle. Thanks for stopping yeah. by. All right, Thank you. Thanks All for right, having you're me. You're listening and watching <laughs> The Neil Haley Show. We'll be back in just a moment.